0: Hi everyone, a few quick disclaimers before listening to the following podcast. This podcast was recorded whilst walking alongside the Thames River in Oxford. Unbeknown to us while recording, there's a little bit of interference on my mic that you may hear come in and out whilst listening. This podcast was also recorded prior to the quarterfinals of the Champions League and the Europa League being drawn. Now enjoy the podcast. Down um, the cost of Del Thames, the Costa of Del Thames, and it's actually raining. Um, but me and Dan are together. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're just... actually not doing this over the phone for once. I'm yeah. really enjoying it. It's quite nice, and then we're going to catch up about football that's happened recently. And I'll be completely honest: I haven't watched the Champions League.
1: Which is, which is, uh, you know, I've, I've watched a little bit, so you know, I can, I can back us up there. You know, I think actually, should we start with the Champions League?
0: Well, as a Man United fan, I refuse to watch it because we're not in it anymore. Of, of course, of course. <laughs> I
1: completely get your reasoning. It's a, it's a premier club competition.
0: And there's no Messi, no Ronaldo anymore.
1: Do we... So, the draw is tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, of the eight teams that are left, yep, you've got Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, Porto, Porto? Real Madrid, okay, Borussia Dortmund, that's my team, Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. And Paris Saint-Germain, PSG. Yes, yeah. I think I think I don't think I've said them twice. Who's your favourite? Who's your favourite to win? Yeah. Um, who, do you, who do you foresee? Because it's getting to that crunch time now, isn't it? Like you know, tomorrow's the draw for the, the quarter final and the semi final.
0: Uh, I want to say it's hard to see past Bayern Munich because they've been so they were so dominant last year. Um. Mm, it's tough, but I mean, I think PSG actually have a good chance this year. Like they were so close last year, and although they're not top of the French league, un, I think they've actually got a little bit better. If Neymar stays fit and Mbappe is, you know, we've potentially got... the best player in the world right now, well, we've,
1: than... we've got past Neymar's sister's birthday, haven't we? So we should be back soon.
0: Oh, wait, is that why he was away?
1: Uh, well, no, he's always injured around that time, either injured or suspended.
0: I saw a video recently of Neymar turning up to his ex-girlfriend's wedding. Did you see that? No. Apparently, there was... Apparently, there's this story about when Neymar was young, he had this girlfriend, and he said... He made some statement about, I'll be at your wedding day. But at the time, it was supposed to be like his way of saying, we're going to get married. Yeah. But obviously later down the line, they're not together and she's marrying someone else. But he wanted to stick to his word. Do you reckon she's just called his bluff? Just been like, <laughs> yeah, you will actually. Yeah. She can. Well, it's really funny because like, he looked so creepy. Like he wasn't invited to the wedding. So the video I saw was him like there, watching from the distance. Which is really weird. Yeah, yeah. But he's got so much money, you can not just do mad stuff like that. Just watch
1: from the distance. I don't think you can have ever that much money <laughs> to just sit there and. Do you reckon he had a little peephole or something? <laughs>
0: Probably. Um, I just feel like players like Neymar, although week in, week out, he doesn't always live up to the hype, I think Champions League is the competition for players like him.
1: I think so. I think the problem is, I think he's just got to the point now where Ligon just isn't what he is bothered about. Yeah. He wants to win the Champions League, because if he wins the Champions League, that sets you up for a chance to win the Ballon d'Or. With Messi and Ronaldo now out of the picture, that's what's going to happen. If he can drive them towards that, I think that he's got a, you know, as good a chance as he ever has to win it, which is his ultimate goal, isn't it? Yeah. Because that's effectively why he moved from Barcelona, because he knew that the limelight was always going to be on, my mate Lionel,
0: and then he went to PSG, where the line lights now on Mbappe. Exactly. <laughs> um, but then also speaking about big players, you know, Borussia Dortmund have not had a good season in the league. And I, I actually watch German football now. I love Borussia Dortmund. Erling Haaland, I bought him on FIFA, and he's my top goal scorer. Obviously, I love Jaden Sancho. You can't see me right now, but I'm wearing Jadon Sancho's line of Nike wear. Uh, Sancho sauce. Uh, they, because of those kind of big players, they have. I think British Dortmund have an outside chance of maybe getting to the Champions League final.
1: I think the thing is, with, um, so I, I was sort of almost reviewing in my head who I'd want as a Liverpool fan. Yeah. Um, and I've come to the conclusion that although I think we can give Dortmund and PSG a good game, uh-huh. because of our centre-back situation, I don't think we're going to get favourable, favourable odds where sort of Haaland and Mbappe are concerned. Mm. So they're almost two that I want to stray away from, just solely because of one player upon each side.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, They'll hurt you. I'm guessing you'd want Porter, right? Oh, I tell you what, all Real Madrid.
1: And I I don't think anyone, you know, has said that in years, but I just, I'm not sold by them. I think they're there to be got at. It's an aging team don't get me wrong, they're still good, um, they're still challenging on, on you know most fronts, I think they're there to be got at, and I think they're one of the weaker sides.
0: That's interesting, you know what, when you initially asked me who do I fancy, I, I completely just didn't consider the English teams, Liverpool because of their quite obvious demise of recent, but how did I miss out Man City? Mm, yeah. They look and stop, and I, I, there's a lot of talk about quadruple, and I hate that talk, because I would hate for Man City to win anything as a yep. rival club. But you've got to consider them, man. Like they
1: I, I think I think yeah. you'd be silly not to. Where City are concerned is that they're they're on apart from the United game, kudos by the way. Thank you. The they're they're a train that are so hard to stop. So and and to be honest, while we're talking about the English teams, Chelsea. Now, they look really good defensively, and I think that when, you're in a, when you are in a two-legged scenario, being defensively sound is so underrated.
0: Yeah. I mean, Thomas Tuchel made it to the final last season. Exactly. And he's obviously going to want to improve on that, and the only way to improve on that is to win it.
1: I do think they'll get PSG in the, in the, uh, in the draw.
0: That would be wonderful.
1: Um, which I think will be incredibly interesting to see. Um,
0: Two quarter. And with, uh, what's the centre-back again? Oh, forgot, oh Thiago, Thiago Silva. Silva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, Thiago Silva. And
1: obviously the Europa League draw is going to be on tomorrow
0: as well. Yeah, it's funny because we're in the Europa League, but I, I don't care about it. Like, I don't... This sounds wild, but I don't want to win it. Because then it, you remember, you look back in history and remember you were in it.
1: But do you, <laughs> do you think that, like, you're not bothered about it because you're doing so well in the league? If you were languishing in, you know, sixth place,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you would want to win it, wouldn't you? Because that is your your, your platform into the big time.
0: Yeah, it's, it's that, really. I feel like the Europa League is Arsenal's European tournament. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I completely agree. The That's, Europa League is only a gateway to Champions League. For, for teams that aren't quite good enough.
1: Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely get it. I completely get it. I mean, I... I don't know who's going to win it to be honest i think there's there's so many teams that could win it either one of man uh united and ac milan tottenham arsenal could win it roma
0: wait a tottenham
1: tottenham is still in we've got bikes coming through here like you know mac 9 yeah, speeds yeah.
0: <laughs> tottenham tottenham
1: are 2 uh, up against Dynamo Zagreb.
0: oh yeah who's in my team leicester
1: leicester are out yeah, yeah rangers are still it. in it that's who rangers are facing
0: I would like to see, because I sort of wanted to see Steven Gerrard do well. I'd like to see Rangers have a good run in the Europa League.
1: Why do you want Steven Gerrard to do well? That's quite an interesting statement. I would have thought that he would have been someone that you're just not really too bothered about.
0: I don't know. When, as soon as a player retires, I lose that sort of resentment for them. And I don't know. I'm just I don't really have that much resentment towards managers based on their playing career if that yeah. makes sense yeah okay um, so would you
1: be happy if he went on to manage united
0: Uh i couldn't imagine it but i wouldn't be mad at it yeah
1: okay
0: um
1: it, it's one of them things if he's good enough for the job you don't care who it is
0: yeah like okay. same with frank lampard i like i really wanted to see him do well it was quite quite nice like a lot of players that i remember being good players as managers regardless of who they played for i just yeah yeah a weird sympathy for them and i have a, you know i've got that sort of underdog thing where i've always liked rangers because the, t- the hype has always been celtic yeah yep. so i quite like the idea of the underdog doing well as well
1: no um, i mean it's, it's certainly interesting so if i had to pin you down for uh you know a name for twin eva yeah where are we going
0: champions league i'm gonna say manchester city
1: oh big shout
0: um and then pep will retire well, he won't retire. retire. He'll not retire. Sorry, leave. he'll just leave City. Yeah, uh, and leave on a high. And and Guardiola will go to Barcelona, not as manager, but as club president. Ooh, controversial. Haven't they just
1: yeah. they've just appointed a new club president though, haven't they? Laporta. Or what will happen? He'll be like director of football or he's, something. Here's like
0: a shout. That. I reckon he'll retire from Man City and become manager of New York City. And. Also, Lionel Messi Absol- will join New York City. Absolute
1: dream, <laughs> absolute dream.
0: And then they'll become the new like celebrity club and you'll see him on Jimmy Fallon and whatever American TV show. Um, Jimmy Fallon,
1: <laughs> the late Late show with James Corden. Yes. Um, James Corden with Messi. <laughs> he ridiculous. would love that.
0: <laughs> Messi doesn't strike me as an entertainer though. He doesn't strike me as the kind of person who will be entertaining on a TV show. No, no, <laughs> I
1: think he would just sort of speak quietly. Um, um,
0: Europa League? Yeah, go on. Oh, it's a difficult one because I haven't really paid much attention to anyone else. So this is a completely biased perspective. I'm just saying Man United. I just think, actually, I don't even know. It depends. I think whoever wins out Man City, sorry, not Man City, Man United and AC Milan will go on to win the whole thing.
1: Okay, so I'm going to say that where's the second leg?
0: Uh, what, of City, of, of, of United, AC. AC. Uh, we played the first leg in Italy, didn't we? Are they coming to United or are we going to Budapest? Uh pass, I'm not sure. I should know this, but...
1: I, I personally think that the Champions League... Shout out to Mad, by the way. The, the Champions League will be won by...
0: <laughs> mm.
1: <sighs> See, I was going to go Manchester City, but to make it a little bit more entertaining... I'm going to go for... Puska. I'm going to
0: go for PSG. Puska, yeah.
1: I'm going to go for PSG and the Europa League. I am going to say Villarreal. Villarreal. Yeah, yeah. How are they doing in La Liga? Rubbish, I think. But I just think <laughs> it's an outside At the end of the day, all of my tips so far have been dreadful. I have picked Timo Werner to be top yeah, golf scorer. True, yeah. I have picked West Ham. Like, I think that they're going to struggle this season. Oh, Newcastle yeah. are going to be absolutely fine. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Villarreal. You also said Michy Batshuayi
0: would score loads of guys. Yeah, I
1: thought Michy Batshuayi <laughs> would score loads. So. Wow. So yeah, so I'm going to go for Villarreal. Yeah, come not think of it. Your predictions are terrible.
0: They're shocking. They're <laughs> shocking. Uh, just like my fantasy team. Um, Mine are sort of coming to fruition now. Including my fantasy team. Like, it's finally doing all right. I've yeah, I, 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 looked,
1: I looked at your team the other day and I was like actually he's not doing that badly The last and few that's have the been most good. annoying thing about it
0: even the weekend just gone like it was almost a good weekend you know when like you don't get the point so it looks bad but like for example Matty Target almost kept a clean sheet and got an assist oh I had Matty Target yeah the assist was ruled out because it was actually an own goal yep. and the clean fuming. sheet was
1: yeah 93rd minute or whatever it yeah. was absolutely <laughs> um, right
0: Premier League um, I'm thinking I might pause this and go for a wee. I'm really desperate. <laughs> where, where are you
1: going to go? There's a load of guys in like orange jumpsuits, like from the council. Uh, you know, you can't let the council see you, Willy.
0: We'll keep walking. And maybe there'll hopefully be a bush. I mean, I we are surrounded in. by bushes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're next to a river actually. Nah, no, probably yes. shouldn't be in the river. Uh, really? I don't know. We're
1: coming up to a uh, big Oxford landmark.
0: Donington Bridge.
1: Donington Bridge.
0: Yeah. Shout out Donnie. Yeah, absolutely unreal. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, Premier League over the weekend. I feel like there was a lot of boring games at the weekend, but I wonder if maybe I'm just saying this because the main game I always watch is the United game. And that was a 7 pm kickoff. And it was a pretty cagey affair. Was it 1-0 against West Ham. West Ham? Yeah. Important win for us. But I think it's a big win. I
1: think bit... I was disappointed West Ham though. I did feel as though.
0: Yeah, Gary Neville was famously very disappointed, which was ironic. Yeah, it, it was just
1: sort of up until the point that they went 1-0 down, there was nothing really about one. I can't believe I'm going to say this, because I was never really his biggest fan, but they really missed Jesse Lingard.
0: Yeah, it's very true, man. Well, there was, a, there was huge gaps between the rest of the team and Michel Antonio. Yeah. So he's very isolated on his own, and... You know, we spoke in the last podcast, Man United have a decent defence, so um, you would want to get at them a bit more than just hope that Michel Antonio is going to do something. Yeah. Talking um, of Michel Antonio, sorry. Yes. The newest member of the UB40. Yes, he is. Cheers. Shout out the UB40s. Red, red wine in there. <laughs> um, yeah, generally speaking, I've got very little to say about that game. I thought Man United is just not very good going forward, and 1-0... It doesn't flatter them per se, but I. It was never going to be more than that.
1: I think it's, I think United is an incredibly interesting topic uh, of debate in regards to their attacking lineup because they've got a lot of firepower, but I don't see any of them as being prolific.
0: No, none I don't think. Fire.
1: In, I think in 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 time, Greenwood could become someone that is a bit like. Oh yeah, actually. You know, he's gonna he's gonna strike, but. Mm. Rashford. I would
0: never class Rashford as being prolific. Well, none of them are actually strikers, I find. Other than Cavani, like, th- when I was watching the game, people just weren't getting in the box. They yeah. were getting the balls up to the wing, but then people just weren't getting in the box.
1: I feel like they are, though. I always thought, Do you think? I always targeted at Rashford and Martial as being strikers. That's what I thought they were brought for. Oh, well, wow. Um, obviously, Rashford come through, but.
0: But even, like, we play Martial as a number nine. He is the number nine. But when I watch games, he wants the ball to feet. He comes out on the wing for yeah, it. Yeah. He wants to get the ball in the wing and take someone on. But we need someone who's going to be in the box, be on the last defender. A poacher. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a shame Cavani's injured and there's talk of him wanting to leave and go to Boca Juniors. Um, so we're not probably not going to hold on to him. Yeah. We never should have got rid of Lukaku. We just don't have a number nine. I think Lukaku was a hindsight
1: thing, though, wasn't it? Like, in hindsight, you shouldn't have got rid of him, but at the time, there wasn't many Man United fans going,
0: no, we need to keep him, he'll come good. Which I found ironic, because even at the time, for the time he was there, he was still our top goalscorer. Yeah. It was almost like we got rid of our top goalscorer because we needed someone to score goals for us, but this backwards is counterintuitive, because he was the one scoring goals for us. The problem is
1: he didn't... I think the biggest problem with United fans was that he didn't look good doing it. they yeah. always had a joke about his touch and, and all that type of stuff. You know, he wasn't as quick as what someone like Marcus Rashford was. And, mm. um,
0: but I mean, it's debatable, but I thought the same about Drogba a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. I no. thought his touch wasn't great, but he's a flipping legend. Unbelievable, unbelievable footballer. Mm. Um... But uh, I mean, there's, I've got very little to say about the United game. I thought that the biggest game of the weekend was the North London Derby. That can was we, pretty entertaining. Can
1: we talk about the goal first?
0: The goal? Yeah. What, United's goal? No, La matter. Oh! <laughs> well, there's an interesting debate around this because, on one hand, it was like magnificent. But on the other hand, it's like you'd so you so desperately don't want to use your right foot. Like, I can't help but just think to myself,
1: my lord. Was
0: it was like, perfect.
1: Like, it curled perfectly. It went through... Partey. Was it Parte's legs? Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And then it just seems to go downhill from there.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people are saying that sort of is Lamella's Tottenham career in one game. An occasional moment of magic. But then... Like, I've never really paid attention to this. But apparently he is always... A bit filthy, always. Yeah. On the verge of getting a. a I don't. I, don't I
1: wouldn't say he's filthy. I just. I just think he's got a little bit of that aggression in him.
0: I think that's what it comes down
1: to. Like horrible little
0: elbows here
1: and there. Yeah, little niggly things. Do you mm. know what I mean? Little, little. You know, bashing the ribs and.
0: I feel Mourinho loves that. I reckon Mourinho encourages I it.
1: I, I think. Yeah. I think that is Mourinho to a T. Mm. Um, what I would say to you though is, to the game. Tottenham disappointed me. They've been so attacking. Yeah. This is a North London derby. That is what you do. Yeah, yeah. You go out there, Tottenham's got better firepower than Arsenal. Mm. Arsenal didn't even bring on their, you know, star striker, captain, talisman, you know, because he was late for training.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's unprofessional. But it's interesting as well, because I thought um, even the penalty incident that Arsenal won, I thought it sparked a lot of interest and debate because... Lacazette missed the
1: ball. Awful,
0: and awful. By the way, he's ter- I don't think he's very good.
1: Generally. Just unbelievably bad. And you know <laughs> that, that shot
0: wow. on Lacazette when he first came to Arsenal. I used to really admire him, like physically. Like you know, I have like a lot of love for some football players, like in a sort of homoerotic way. Basically, he used to <laughs> he used to have Breaking really news. nice fade. He just looked cool. He's like a silky kind of football player, and he's just massively deteriorated since he's been in London. And now he looks
1: a bit of a lump. Yeah, he's balding as well. Like he just looks a bit of a lump. But he is—I always remember Lacazette as being that guy that was in the French league, that was top goalscorer every year, mm-hmm. that just looked like you know he's a banger. Yeah. Didn't don't what never like a re- sausage.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The, So I'm trying to make sausage with the Lacassette and I just can't do it. So so like he was always that guy that scores the goals and I've never really watched the French league. Mm -hmm. But that was like wow, you know, he's decent. Yeah. I'm watching him and I'm thinking, where's
0: Where's this guy? Because he's never really shown it. No. Never really shown it. There's not been a like I think it was really telling when they bought him and then only was it like six months later? They bought him in the summer and then they bought Aubameyang yeah. straight after, which suggested that... He went not enough.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> weren't well, enough. Um, but no, North London derby, that's going to hurt Tottenham because I feel like they could have... Arsenal were there for the taking, yeah. personally.
0: I, if I was a Tottenham fan, I would be actually quite angry at that performance and I'd be quite angry at Mourinho because, I mean, at the end... I'm not sure if you saw the interview at the end, I don't know what Mourinho was on about. He was just chatting a load of rubbish. Oh, he um, was
1: talking about the penalty, wasn't he? He was talking about the penalty and how it wasn't a penalty because, like I said, it's got the shot off and, and all that type of stuff. I, I don't know where to sit on that penalty,
0: by the way. Penalty or not, Tottenham deserved to lose. <sighs> so I don't think Mourinho can have any complaints. Just, on, on the penalty, though... Yeah. I, I think it was careless by... Both. Yeah, and I think... Just because Lacazette missed the opportunity doesn't mean it's not a penalty.
1: Yeah. If you're yeah. taken
0: out and you don't even have the ball, it's still a penalty.
1: Well, I suppose you, it's like the Virgil van Dijk one. Shock! I'm bringing it back to Liverpool. <laughs> the Pickford, Jordan Pickford. Yeah. Where you know that probably should have been a penalty. You know he was offside. Mm-hmm. But you know you can't was me-
0: it? you can't really be taking people out. Well, that one's a difficult one because that was after the whistle's blown. Yeah. But then again, if you get punched in the face after the whistle's blown, it's still, it's still like... a red
1: card or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, let's just, you know, let's skip through a few games. Okay. Um, and just, you know, we we'll, we're sort of override because there's a few games that
0: n- didn't... Honest, <laughs> normally, I sit in front of my laptop over my notes Didn't we do this, but we're actually walking down a pathway. So didn't,
1: didn't really okay. whet the appetite, you know. Um, Chelsea Leeds, which I actually thought was quite a good nil-nil. Um, but there's nothing really to write home about. All Leeds games are entertaining, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I
0: think that was just, maybe Thomas Stuckel knew Leeds are going to get at us. Yeah. Because no, um, no, de- I actually thought Leeds were like, looked like the most likely, the most worthy of winning, but that's because yeah. they had more attack. But.
1: Exactly. No, it was decent though. Real decent game. Mm. Um, Palace beating West Brom. I mean, West Brom are going down anyway, and that's a vital three points for Palace. I think they had to win
0: that. I think both so, like, teams needed to win it. I put a couple West Brom players in my fantasy squad thinking West Brom are going to really go for it. And unfortunately... <sighs> well played, well played. I put Diagni in, but I'm thinking Diagni's a bit... Actually, there was a moment in that game that I found quite funny, where Diagni... Uh, you... Is it Dianya? Diagne. I'm going to say Diagne. Diagni, yeah. So he goes down, complete dive, and he rolls about a bit, Realises the ref isn't giving it, gets up, then the ball goes out of play. So he gives it another go and starts rolling about again. I thought he should have been booked for that. That's bad, <laughs> that was, that's it, bad. It was just the worst I play must active. have missed that, I must yeah. have
1: missed that, but that is terrible. <laughs> wow. Um, Burnley beating Everton away. at oh, Goodison, massive result. Yeah, it was a massive result. Massive result. Up. Chris, w- Chris really Wood really and an absolute off. banger from Dwight Gale. Not Dwight, Dwight Gale, McNeil. Dwight McNeil.
0: Yeah, that was a quality. that was it was interesting because that was the kind of goal that James Rodriguez would score.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a mental goal. So so good.
0: He's a good player, he is. Yeah, I like him. Outside chance of an England caller? No, I don't think so. I think he'll play a couple friendlies in the build-up yeah. to the but I don't think he'll make you might get to. in that preliminary squad. Yeah, you know in those friendly games where you make forty five subs. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You take hundred and twelve people. <laughs> yeah. But uh, only twenty-six can make it. Um, Man City beating Fulham um routine win in it don't think that's a shock
0: is it there was a moment at half time i think it was nil nil at this point yeah i thought fulham could fulham could get something out of this game and, and I was more wishful thinking
1: and then two minutes later <laughs> yeah two minutes later city go actually you know
0: City are just so versatile naughty it's scary naughty they got players for every position like and they're so fluid as oh. well like you'll catch the right back on the left wing you'll catch I know the left-back playing defensive mid but, but, and like... But, but if, you to, if you
1: were to describe this as someone now, they'd think, wow, that's a little bit mishmash. But it works, doesn't it? It works perfectly, yeah. It works.
0: They're such <sighs> a good team. That's what scares me about City. We're
1: at, we're at Ifley Lock now, right? Is this
0: Ifley Lock? I think it's called that, yeah. yeah if he turns there. Yeah? Yeah. Because we, Do we carry on going? We carry on going straight down, don't
1: we? Sorry, we're just having a little mid-chat yeah. about navigational issues. We, have, you know, Neither <laughs> of us are really a tom-tom.
0: I DJ'd over here. Huh? That, uh, what's it called? That Isis Farmhouse. Is oh, that what yeah. it's called. And there's a massive like garden in the back. And they kitted it out with like a big tent and everything and had like a mini one-day festival. Shout out Bottom Burns Festival. What? Uh Pun? Bottom Burns Festival. Bottom Burns Festival. Yeah. Pew,
1: pew.
0: A little DJ set last year, it was good fun actually.
1: Um a like little piau piau then, Shout, I meow. thought it was decent. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay. There was a big
0: game between Sheffield United and... Leicester. Leicester. Oi. That was a... Kelechi E and Achio. It was really interesting because I thought, you know, we spoke about manager bounce before. I wonder if Chris Ralder will G up the players. Well, I mean like him leaving will G up the players, but it actually looked like they were... Just gone. Extremely deflated. They're just gone. Yeah, they're just like, there's no point. They looked... I felt really sorry for them. They looked just dead. Like there were so many moments of Ethan Ampadu even, like looking like he's trying to care, but struggling to.
1: Yeah, and that's the worst thing, isn't it? When you look like you're trying to care. Yeah. <laughs> like They just look abreast of any ideas.
0: I feel really sorry for a lot of their players, mainly like the young ones, like Ethan Ampadu, oh, yeah. like Ramsdale, like, um, who's the guy from Liverpool? Uh, Rian Brewster. Rian Brewster. I feel sorry for them because after, Sheffield's performance last year like you wouldn't be foolish to think they're going to be a Premier League mainstay and these young players that are now part of them think yeah this is my chance to like well, be in the, the Premier good League players do you know what I mean they're
1: good Ethan Ampadu you know Welsh international mm-hmm. Rhian Brewster who's you know done really well at Swansea last season mm-hmm. and he scored goals for Liverpool when he's played you know it's, it's a difficult one I don't think you could really have seen this happening but credit to Leicester I mean they're really I was quite shocked when i see that they went above you in the table after that result Mm. because i thought for some reason there was a bit of a gap between the two manchester clubs and the rest not much of a gap but like a three or four point gap
0: well i think we've drew a lot of games recently and leicester have as well so if you're just paying attention to leicester you're thinking oh we're not getting three points from games but luckily for them nor united at the time yeah yeah um so shout out leicester it's it's funny because you look at the top four And you think if anyone might fall out of that top four, traditionally it would be a Leicester, like they did last season. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They they are a good team. They just... I think it's one
1: of them things. I think it's an interesting thing because I don't think anyone below really wants it.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: You know, there's no one that's making that stride.
0: Well, I mean, like Everton fell off. West Ham didn't beat United. Tottenham fell
1: off. Yeah. Um, The only team that did win, that was in that reasonably chasing pack is Liverpool.
0: Yeah. So
1: and I think that's a big win. That I was do. a big win. I do, I think beating Wolves at Molyneux is a big, big victory. Uh, Jota going back to score, haunt the old place. Do you think Liverpool played well? Um, I thought Liverpool played okay. They didn't play like Liverpool of last season. No, no, but I don't think we played like Liverpool of last season. And, and, and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's... You know, I think the easy thing to say is it's Thiago because, you know, he's come in and he was the person that was gonna take us to that next level and it just hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a lot more than that. I think it's, you know, a mixture of injuries, which I know everyone's had. Yeah. Um, but I mean, confidence. Van Dijk is
0: such a pivotal exactly. player.
1: It's confidence.
0: Because
1: mm. um, you've got to imagine Alisson's making mistakes. Alisson doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. The centre backs are changing. We've had 19 different partnerships this season. Wow. I Wow. <laughs> Um, Where's your Preston man? uh, He was injured for a little bit, and then we just haven't really been like, oh yeah, now you know, we'll we'll start playing you now. I don't even think it's the defence though, because I'm going to back the defence. I don't think they've been too bad. We have looked so stale going forward. Mm. So stale, without any idea of what we're going to do. Sadio Mane looks a shadow of himself from last season. Uh But the amazing thing is... He looks like Diagne. (laughs) Diagni. <laughs> we are struggling for goals. We are struggling. Yep. Mo Salah is still top goal scorer.
0: Is he actually? Yeah. I, I guess he had a good start to the season. This is mad because I predicted he would fall off. Yeah. Good prediction.
1: I'm not the only one. Ah!
0: <laughs> hmm. But
1: I, I don't know. I, I think it's a massive win. I'm tr- trying. I mean, we didn't play again now until the 4th of April, Arsenal away which is huge.
0: That's a big game. Arsenal are arguably on a good run of form. Oh, my God, a boat has sunk. Oh, wow. I don't think anyone's on it. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I'd like to
1: think no one's on it because a lady is just there taking photos. So unless she's doing it for insurance purposes. She's not police. Yeah. She, <laughs> no, she's wearing it. No, stop it. <laughs> oh, my God, that's actually sunk.
0: An abandoned boat has sunk on the air. Uh, on the Casta del Thames. Casta Thames, yeah. Thames Riviera.
1: Maybe we'll, maybe we'll take a picture. Maybe, should we stop and take a picture or is that insensitive to the person whose boat it is?
0: Uh, I, I don't think they care.
1: I've done it anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've done it
1: anyway. Um, so. Titanic. Um, and the final game is uh, Brighton Southampton.
0: Um. What was the score in that game? 2-1. Oh yeah. I'm really annoyed actually, because I did say Shea Adams was going to be my mainstay in the, my fantasy football. Squad. That was going to be like my wild card that everyone's like, stupid idea, but he's going to have a good season. And I took him out because he wasn't even playing for a little while. And now he's back and he's scoring goals and I'm a bit annoyed that I have took him out. Mad though, because he only scored seven this season. Yeah, he was going to be like my sort of bench player that like I'd bring him in on games where he might nick one. Because yeah. towards the end of last season, I remember Ings was a bit injured and I think... Towards the end of the season, Shea Adams was scoring more goals than Ings and I thought, ah, this is his time now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but good for Brighton, man. I think, I think Brighton will stay in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, and they've been a bit unlucky because they actually haven't played bad. They just aren't finishing.
1: They're good defensively, aren't they? They've got, they got some units at the back. Dunk is a G. And Dan Byrne as well is like the tallest left back in the world. Oh my god, he's a beast. And yeah, six foot seven. Right. It's outrageous. Peter Crouch vibes. Oh my <laughs> d- <laughs> Um So I think that, that really compiles the roundup, doesn't it? Yeah. No, no, I've been thinking. Yeah. Right, I want to do something a bit different. Yeah. Then normally we have. You know, some questions at the end for each other, you know, almost like a quiz. Yeah. So, I was thinking to myself, we haven't a quiz. And when you ask someone questions that they don't know about, you get a better reaction. So I've got some questions for you. Okay. That I've lined up. You know, just about being a football fan and okay. and memories and whatnot. just wanted to get your, your view. So, um, A, a piñata? When was the first time you cried because of a football match? Because I think, I think men will state that they have cried.
0: I, I definitely have. Because um, mine was Istanbul. Do you
1: know what I mean? Like, sort of, and that's why I sort of thought I'd ask you, because that, you know, that game was like a, a fuel of emotions.
0: I, I mean, that was 2005, so I was 13. I think I cried... I think I almost cried when Beckham scored against Greece. Yeah. Um, And then I actually cried and I always shiver when I see it. And I can't... It's hard to understand whether this is a happy cry or a negative cry, but when Aguero scored that goal for City against, was it QPR? Yeah. I think the first time it happened, it was like a sad cry. But then every time I watch clips of it back, I get those sort of goosebumps because I recognise as much as I'm not a City fan, it was such a momentous moment, yeah even talking about it, I feel like small shivers. Like yeah,
1: it's no, it's incredible. It's an incredible. I remember when I was working working at Tesco's and I was like, Oh, United won the league. And then I yeah. sort of checked my phone. And I was like, Oh my God, Aguero scored in the last minute. Mental.
0: I celebrated hard when we won the treble, but I was so young, I wasn't. I wasn't yeah, as emotionally was brought to tears. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching with my uncle, who's a Man United fan, and like going mad. I think he might have cried, um, and I was just like, Oh my God, this is mad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Um first non-manchester united player you
0: loved aaron lennon yeah straight in uh well uh, ooh, yeah the yeah. first player i ever like really loved was probably beckham but that was a united player yeah i'd say it was aaron lennon i just saw myself in him okay i played like him as well game you can't watch back i can't watch back that's a so like question. if
1: if it if it come on the telly you'd have mm. to turn it off
0: um When we lost was it six one or something like that to City? Yeah. Yeah, that one. Forget it. Yeah. That was long Oh hello mate.
1: (laughs) No, no, I like it, I like it. Um Favourite
0: Ever player. Favourite ever. Uh Kinda wanna say David Beckham, just because in my like really young years, when I first was getting into football David Beckham taking free kicks was like everything. That's who I wanted to oh my God. be like on Amazing. the playground. Um, that technique. Oh. Yeah, maybe David Beckham, maybe... I know, there's quite a few in there. I feel like there are players for a period of time that I just adored. Like it, Ronaldinho for a it, period of is time. There no,
1: is there no overarching this guy? Do you know what I mean? Like there's Lennon, there's Beckham, there's Ronaldinho, there's Cristiano Ronaldo. Have you not, is there not one that's just, you know, a little bit higher than the rest?
0: I don't know, because there's always like a tournament that I love. A, I just think back to that tournament and that player. Yeah. Like I think of World Cup 2002, I think of Brazilian, Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, World Cup
1: 2014, I think of James Rodriguez.
0: Oh, interesting. Where was the, 40, was that in Germany? Yes. Uh, I can't oh, remember. No, the, the,
1: I was, well, was it Was it in Germany? Or was it in Russia? No, Russia was 18, wasn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah. So that was in Germany. From that, I remember uh, Thomas Müller, because I just nice. can't get the the seven one out of my head. Wow! And I, I just remember Thomas Müller because he does that thing where he only ever celebrates in the box. Yeah. And every time they scored, he would just stand on the penalty spot and go rah. As if
1: this is mine.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I, I love this that. But no, I guess overall, oh, maybe I'm going to have to go with Beckham. And I say that because not too long ago there was a Bayern Munich Legends versus my Man United legends and seeing Beckham score, uh, retired David Beckham score, brought back so much nostalgia. Yeah. And I thought, I loved you so much yeah. as a player. So yeah, I'll say Beckham. Favourite of ever game? This is ironic, but I'm going to say the Istanbul. Really? Yeah. I know it wasn't United, but like you said, it was ridiculously win. iconic. I watched it with my dad, who's a Liverpool fan. And I just remember by half time, Liverpool are getting battered. I'm basically taking a piss out of my dad and saying, ha ah, you man of crap compared to AC Milan. And then like, as they started scoring, I felt myself the one and only time getting behind Liverpool. Because yeah. it was just such an amazing story.
1: Mental, Yeah. absolutely mental. Um, that's my favourite game. Not that it comes as much of a shock. <laughs> yeah. um, game you wish you could have played in?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, game I wish I could have played in. Uh, actually, one of my favourite games Do I wish I could have played in this? This is a wild one. France versus Argentina, World Cup 2018. Oh, it's a good game. Oh, I loved that game. It's a good game. Game Maria scored, and was on fire. I can't even remember the score. Was it 4-2 or something? Something like that. Like that. Something like that. See, see that game just looked
1: fun. If I if I couldn't if I could only answer Istanbul for one, it would be my favourite game. I think you know in the Aguero moment, I think I'd love to have played in that. Just to feel that.
0: Oh what? Man City. Yeah, just yeah. to
1: feel that and just to be like Wow, like we have just come from out of nowhere to rip the title from yeah. our biggest rivals.
0: You know those, you know when those moments happen and you may have like a go-to celebration, but in that moment, Nothing. you don't know what to do. You just yeah. throw your arms in the air and just like erratically run yeah, about.
1: Exactly, exactly that. <laughs>
0: and there's the moment of where Joe Hart runs around and because that's a celebration on FIFA. If you score the last one on FIFA, the keeper does the Joe yeah. Hart.
1: <laughs> it's mental, absolutely mental.
0: Well, actually, the game I wish I played in for that feeling would be Man United in the final when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer yeah. was the winner. Because yeah. that's a similar kind of like, oh my God, like electric for your body. Is there a random
1: game you remember?
0: Random game? So
1: like the only reason I say this is because like, I always remember we just finished playing for Oxford City and I come home on a Sunday yeah. to watch Liverpool Arsenal. And it was 1-1 and Steven Gerrard scored from a free kick, a low free kick and Fabregas scored the equaliser. Yeah. And I always remember that game, and I don't know why.
0: Interesting. Uh, this game isn't so random because it was a cup final, but for some reason, the first game that came to mind was West Ham versus Liverpool in the FA Cup final. Yeah. I think it was 3-3 went to penalties and Liverpool won. But the reason it comes to mind is because when I was living in Bristol, I went to the Barbers once. There was this like, Jamaican Barbers. I was sitting next to this guy, I just kept looking at him thinking oh, i swear you are marlon Hayward." and then i said to me marlon Hairwood? he's like yeah man i was like oh sick man and just i wanted to talk to him about that game because i remember he got injured but west ham ran out of subs yeah. and he could have won it for them but he was injured yeah. so he just swung at the ball and skied it but yeah that's i guess that's why that game comes to mind for some weird reason that's madness
1: that's actually a madness when you think about it
0: either that or england versus argentina in the world cup 2002 Again, it's not so random, but it was because we watched it at school.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching the England-Nigeria game at school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Favourite ever shirt sponsor?
0: Uh, Orcs Air PS2. Nice. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> See, mine is along the similar lines. Yeah. Nintendo Fiorentina.
0: Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. I quite like the Orcs Air shirt. I think did... Jabril Sissi played from at the time yes and he looked really cool and that was like the first remember when Kappa had the kits that were skin tight oh like, my god yeah they were some of the first and I remember Orcs Air PS2 6 sponsor
1: um right now can we pause it because so I need it? Yeah, yeah
0: sure I actually need to do another
1: one uh I don't know where to go right I've hit record again okay so the final two questions go hand in hand. Nice. Um, which are, what is your favourite thing about football and what is
0: your biggest dislike? Um, I know what my biggest dislike is off the bat. And that it's straight up just racism. Yep. I guess there's two things. There's racism and, and homophobia.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, and sexism, I think you can put that in there as well. Yeah,
0: definitely. Like, there's a few times I've been to games and it's wonderful, but occasionally you'll hear a fan... I don't know, a player will miss a chance and a fan will use his nationality as part of the insult. Yeah. And that just doesn't seem fair or okay. No, no, I completely agree. Um, My favourite thing, I mean, there's lots of favourite things, but like we've mentioned in our iconic moments, a bit of train noise, Uh.
1: Outside noise, people get outside. Get some air, get some lungs in lungs in your air. Get
0: some lungs in, get your, some air.
1: Lungs in your air. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, my favourite thing is that feeling, that like those moments of like scoring in the last minute finals, like just the feeling of scoring a goal. The is, raw like,
1: emotion, yeah, isn't it? That that's is the
0: best thing. Like I just cannot help myself. Like even to this day, watching Man United in any domestic game, the moment we score a goal, I just i'm elated jump up and down and make noise and stuff yeah that's got be the best part
1: i think my favorite as well as that is the community feel about it in the sense of like when you're at school yeah i don't know about you but 80 percent of my friends were made because i liked football yeah like true. do you know what i mean we we sort of like started talking because of football.
0: We started talking because I wanted to play with Holly Pickett's football. Yes. you were in Holly Pickett's little crew and I wasn't yet.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's it, so you didn't make the the crust. So it's one of them where you sort of think to yourself like, wow, you know, we are, like we've made all all these friends because of this game.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And anything, and this is gonna sort of, this is very romanticized, anything that, has the potential to be your first love Mm -hmm. is special and i think football is my first love
0: nice i like that i think i agree actually i vividly remember being five years old and getting a little goal in my back garden and taking penalties and yeah it's just beautiful man yeah we'll go straight on so that is a bridge that's the hungry horse in kennington oh i know we are then
1: we'll we'll just carry on walking down here yeah why not Wow, we've made quick time. Quick time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hear that. I, I know what you mean about community. Like, I was even saying to you earlier that like I got off the bus when I sorry I got off the train when I came to Oxford, and um, saw a man who I thought I recognised because I played football with his son. And there's just so many connections you make through football, through playing Sunday league, through sharing love for the same team, or for even like opposing teams going into school and saying, ah, you lost at the weekend. Oh. Yeah. The banter. I love the banter that comes with football. I love being able to insult someone because of the team they support. And it's not really personal because like, you don't play for Liverpool. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And it's
1: one of them, isn't it? I think it just... It's the bonding together of people. And I think that... that that's almost the negative and the positive because some people can't take it too far. But in my eyes, it's the best thing about it.
0: On that note as well, though, it's quite funny how football can put me in a mood for the rest of the day. Oh, horrendous. Like, I've been to pubs with mates who are like also united fans and like man united have won and then we've been like wait let's get the drinks in let's get drunk let's have a good time and i've been other times i've been to a pub with united friends and we've lost and me and my mate just don't talk to each other yeah it's just like we just say oh anyway mate i gotta go home and we just leave (laughs) yeah
1: you know it's been really nice to see you
0: but i'm going yeah that's one of those long trains. I like trains. Like, yeah, I like trains. <laughs> you look to be kind of funny then. No, I'm a fan of trains. It's just a random. I like trains. I d- yeah, I think that's. There's an inner geek in me that, are, you know, I really like maths and I like schematics and I like trains. And I was even saying to my mum yesterday, <laughs> I like trains. I, I think the, the tube map is a beautiful piece of art because yeah. it's very schematic. <laughs> yeah. I, colors and stuff
1: i like it (laughs) and i think that that is a perfect (laughs) note to end today's pod
0: yeah man i've really enjoyed doing this outdoors yeah we should do more often yeah definitely i need to learn to drive you need to learn to move back to (laughs) off but i Uh, like (laughs) trains so it's a good (laughs) excuse to get on trains
1: yeah the schematical drawings (laughs) right thank you everyone catch you next time